Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So 41-year-old Texas resident Nathan Pelham has a unique case, a unique January 6th case. You'll likely remember this, not for what he did at the Capitol, but for what happened after January 6th. So on the day of the Capitol attack, Pelham was seen on surveillance video briefly entering the building. He was wearing a Proud Boys hat and goggles, but Pelham didn't really make it very far into the building because there was quite a police presence at that door at that time. So he exited after only eight minutes inside. And on March 17th of 2021, Pelham was detained by the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. He was trying to cross into Canada from the U.S., and the agent searched his phone at that time. They found January 6 photos, so they read Pelham as rights, and they interviewed him. And he admitted that he was at the Capitol, but he falsely claimed that he never entered the building. The FBI later found a text exchange between Pelham and his wife in which she said, quote, it's a good thing you kept your mask on. And quote, if you have a video of being inside, don't post it. Pelham replied, quote, I know I am smart, honey. Keep that statement in mind. Just keep that in mind as I share the rest of the story. So Border Patrol let Pelham go in the March 2021 incident or, or when they you know, took him aside and detained him because at that point they didn't really have any evidence that he had entered the building. Well, by October of 2021, the FBI had reason to believe that he was inside. So they interviewed him a second time. He lied again. When the FBI showed Pelham photos of himself inside the Capitol, he then finally admitted, oh, yeah, I entered. But he claimed that the police told him to go inside. And he said, I was only in there for like 10 seconds. So clearly, based on the video evidence, none of that was true. So an arrest warrant was issued in April of 2023. And the FBI contacted Pelham and they said, hey, you need to surrender. You have about a week. If you do not, we will come and arrest you. So Pelham agreed. He agreed on a certain date. He said he would turn himself in. The following day, though, after this conversation, Pelham called his father. He had been drinking and he said that he was going to kill himself. So his father called the police. They sent officers to Pelham's home to check on him. When they arrived, the house was dark. Um, if you've watched my videos about this, you know what all went down, but uh, you know that they heard gun, a gun going off. One of Pelham's children came out of the house at one point, and she managed to get into a police car. The police took her and put her in a car. Pelham could have easily killed her, though, because he, like I said, was intoxicated, and he twice went out onto the porch and shot at the police. He walked around ranting and raving, screaming at them and shooting at them. And officers report the bullets were so close to their heads that they literally heard them whizzing by. Unbelievably, the police never shot back at Pelham and they decided to just leave and let him, quote, sleep it off. Over the next several days, the police negotiated with Pelham. Yeah. And they finally convinced him to surrender that week on Friday, April 14th. 
In regard to January 6, Pelham then was charged with entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, and parading or demonstrating in a capital. In May of 2023, Pelham pleaded guilty to the parading charge. Can't believe they let him plead down to that ridiculous charge. So he faced up to six months in prison, five years of probation, and 5,000 fines. This time, the government requested the full six months in prison plus 60 hours of community service and 500 in restitution, obviously because of the shooting. I mean, kind of a good reason. Um, and Pelham was facing additional charges for that crime, for the shooting. So he was charged federally for being a felon in possession of a gun. And then he was charged with state crime for um, in Texas for aggravated assault against a police, uh, public servant. Also, Pelham continued to lie about January 6th. In his post-plea interview with the FBI, he claimed that he didn't know his login information for all of his social media accounts. He denied using a particular name on his social media, which is associated with white nationalists. And Pelham continued to lie about why he entered the Capitol, although he changed his story a little bit, but he still said that the police told him and others to go in because someone was breaking a window and they didn't want them to get glass on them. A complete fabrication. And you're not going to be shocked to hear Pelham has quite a criminal history. In both 2001 and 2002, Pelham was charged with theft. In each instance, he was convicted and received jail time. In 2003, he was charged with evading arrest, burglary, theft of property, unauthorized use of a vehicle, and possession of a controlled substance. For all of those crimes, he received probation only. And then in 2004, he was charged again with evading arrest and unauthorized use of a vehicle, also driving with an invalid license. So his probation from the first crime from 2003 was revoked and he was sentenced to two years in prison. In both 2011 and 2012, Pelham was caught, again, driving with a, an invalid license. So he received probation on one count and then 120 days, days in jail for the other one. Then in 2018, Pelham jumped bail and he failed to appear in court. So they gave him 12 more months of probation for that, I mean, this is the guy who said unironically, I know I'm smart, honey. <laughs> you seriously can't make this shit up. So U.S. District Judge John Bates presided over Pelham's uh, January 6th case. And unfortunately, I couldn't locate any details about what was said in the court. But Pelham was sentenced to time served and $500 in restitution. So essentially, he received five months in prison because he was in custody from the time of his arrest in April 2023 up to his sentencing hearing in September of this year. And for those who haven't seen the other videos I shared about Pelham, in November, he was sentenced to two years in prison for the shooting, for shooting at the police and being a felon with a weapon. Um, given his history, given the fact that he appears to have an impulse control issue, that he does not respect authority, does not think the rules apply to him, I have a feeling we will be seeing and hearing more about Nathan Pelham. So I will let you know. I will definitely keep you posted on all of this. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, please share and subscribe. Donate if you can. 
Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.